Dr. Nancy O'Reilly's groundbreaking book, In This Together, landed on bookstore shelves with a powerful message. When we work together, we can do absolutely anything. Guidance from 40 women leaders with specific strategies to help women advance their careers makes In This Together even more relevant today, especially with the pandemic's impact on women in the workforce. Take your career to the next level with Dr. Nancy O'Reilly's In This Together, now available on audiobook. Download your copy today. Real leaders. Who are they? Where are they hiding? And why does the world need more? Hello, folks. My name is Kevin Edwards with Real Leaders Media. And we are on a mission to find the realest of the real leaders. Because in today's day and age, the world's biggest problems are the world's biggest business opportunities that need the best leaders. So in this podcast, get to know the different people who are making a difference. Is, is what is your definition of a real leader? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I think there's two things about a real leader. One is a real leader is dedicated to making things better for others. Is a leader is able to to change trajectory in a positive way and grow followers. A good leader is a trailblazer that opens new possibilities. Follow your heart, trust your gut, um, and don't be afraid to fail because, you know, failures make you smarter. And um, just keep building, just keep growing, just keep learning. So to all my real leaders out there, the conversation to address the world's biggest problems starts here. That's right, folks. You already know the conversation starts here. And in this episode, I sit down with Vishwashwar, a 15-year-old kid from India who is revolutionizing farming. I ran the Vishwa last night at the expo, and everyone was grabbing drinks, except for this kid. I said, how old is this kid? He's wearing a college t-shirt, but how old is he? He told me he's 15. I thought, wow. You're at this conference. I thought, here, I'm thinking, I'm the youngest person here. Not even close. This kid hasn't even graduated high school yet, and he's changing the world. Folks, it doesn't matter how old you are. You can still make a change. Age is just a number, and we found that through multiple testimonies and examples. So in this podcast... Vishwa is going to let you know about what he is doing, the competition he was, how he beat out 40,000 other contestants, and why you should listen to his idea. All right, we're live here from Singularity University in San Francisco, California, with Vish Westwar. That's right, I pronounced that right? That's right. And Vishwa, I'm going to call him Vishwa, because it's much easier to pronounce. And I met Vishwa last night uh, at the expo, kind of torn around and tapped him on the back, and, and uh, Vishwa, you're, you're wearing a Stanford shirt, so I immediately thought, you know, bright guy like you, you know, you're in college already, but turns out you're 14 years old. And, uh, Small correction there, 15 years old. 15 years old, that's right. 15 years old, you heard it here, and this guy is doing some pretty incredible stuff. So Vishwa, tell us, what, why are you here, and how did you get here? All right, so um, I'm from Dubai. I'm uh, studying in a GEM school, which is largest education provider in the United Arab Emirates. I'm here because of an innovation that I produced. Um, it 
and I participated in a program called Global Innovation Challenge conducted by Singularity University in, in Dubai. So I got selected uh, across from 40,000 students and um, I'm here to present my project in California, um, San Francisco. Right on. And so your project, explain to people what the competition was, how many people were in the competition, and what um, your solution was. All right. So uh, the competition, it's called Global Innovation Challenge, and it's where you, uh, you, 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 make a, um, you produce an innovation which is people-centric, and uh, it, it addresses one of the greatest problems okay. on, um, the, on Earth. So I, I, I tried addressing hunger, which is a global problem. And Absolutely. Were, and there were more than 40,000 contestants who, who tried addressing various problems. And my solution was a modular greenhouse to avoid crop failure, and um, I'm, through which I'm planning to address hunger, which is a larger problem. So a modular greenhouse. Explain to folks what that is. So smart and modular. It's, it's a greenhouse, which is much more smarter than a smarter, smarter than a normal one. And how so? How is it smarter? Is it is it more technological advanced? What what is it? Right. So it is equipped with uh, sensors. Um, so we have humidity sensors, temperature sensors, oh, okay. light inset, intensity sensors uh, that make that make the device that, that make the whole solution more data driven. So when the farmer gets gets all these data in his hand, he he knows that his crops are at this stage, and he should be taking uh, actions uh, with with respect to that, that condition, and not something. Uh, let's take a sample uh, example: watering his plants. The moisture sensor gives him the exact amount of water, uh, uh, exact amount of water that the plants need, so that he doesn't waste excessive water by overwatering, or uh, just don't uh, just doesn't leave his plants. Uh, underwater. So. Right. So it's 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 a more efficient machine. Right. It's more efficient that makes the farmer data driven rather than driven by assumptions. Right. Right. Now, if folks, if you're just hearing this, the first thing that comes to my mind that is similar to this is urban farming. But this is a little bit different. Because urban farming is more, everything is in water, right? And right. it's all recycled and the fish swim in there and it, all the nutrients get in there. And but this is a, a greenhouse. greenhouse. So you've taken the traditional greenhouse approach and have just packed it in with technology and, and data-driven solutions. Is that kind of a fair presumption of that? Exactly. And uh, in, in case of urban farming, they use hydroponics. Right. And that, that's, that's basically using water to cultivate crops. For, uh, since my target, um, the targeted people are the farmers in uh, mostly the rural areas, in India, Bangladesh, and Nigeria, mm -hmm. um, they, are, they are used to cultivating the traditional way. So that, that is using soil as the platform. So I'm just, supporting, I'm just supporting that by providing them a modular greenhouse. And the special feature of this greenhouse is it can fit to any shape. Mm. Uh, so the, the, uh, the farmer might own a, a piece of land that, that is uh, in shape of a square or a rectangle or any, any sort of a polygon. This uh, greenhouse is ready uh, to be used. So in right. traditional greenhouses, they require a specific rectangular plot of area. But in this case, he, he, can, custom, he, he, he can customize his own uh, greenhouse and lay, you know, basically lay the platform uh, around the border of the plot and get his own greenhouse mm -hmm. ready. And, and when I think about farming, I think of almost like homesteads. In America, you know, farmers, that's how 
that's what everyone used almost used to be is, is that is they grew their crops and if they had a down year they lose everything and that is what holds their household together that is how they live and if they have one bad season it can tear a family apart and what you were telling me last night is it leads to a lot of suicide rates exactly so uh, I'm thinking if you know someone a hundred years ago would have technology like this, that would have never happened. However, what did you find in your research um, that showed that farmers were um, becoming suicidal because of their crop failure? So I'm from India, and farmer suicides are prevalent there. And I found out uh, through my research that more than 300,000 farmers have suicided since uh, since the 19 uh, late 90s. Wow, 300,000 farmers. farmers have committed suicide committed in suicide India, in India. since the 1990s. Right, and that's the main reason uh, for them to commit suicide. It's basically they run uh, you know, into financial losses. Right. Uh, due to crop failure again, and unable to bear that, uh, they commit suicide and take, take uh, such harmful, uh, harmful decisions. Right. So I'm trying to overcome that. And you've spoken with some farmers, correct? Right. About this. And, and how have they reacted to your uh, new idea? Right. So I stayed in India, my own country, uh, for, uh, for, for about a month and interacted with farmers and you know, talked to them about, about the project. And they gave a 100% thumbs up and they encouraged me to develop it further. Mm -hmm. And how do you, because I've seen your, your, mod, your modular green, greenhouse. Right. And I'm assuming that's what you've developed right now. Right. How do you scale something like that? Because when I looked at that, I said, that's fascinating. However, that might be good to grow, you know, like a tomato plant or something. Right. How do you scale it on a, uh, a, mic a macro level for these types of farmers? So uh, the farmers that I'm targeting own land under five acres. And I would recommend the solution, um, th my solution, for not more than one acre because it's not it, it becomes e economically infeasible mm. uh, and they can't uh, really re really afford to go uh, for such high prices and um, it, the current solution supports as i said supports one acre of land and uh, it, it's going to be really big walls plastic walls that are going to be kept around and a really big roof the transparency changing roof which we were talking about yesterday gotcha and um, it can support uh, maize, which is the tallest crop, and mm -hmm. uh, groundnuts, the shortest one. Definitely. So, Vishwa, uh, 40,000 contestants entered in. You won. There's a lot of momentum right now. You're at Singularity. You're, I get to talk to you because I, th I thought this was fascinating. And uh, I also get to talk to a lot of other social entrepreneurs, people that are doing well by doing good, just like yourself. Right. And this is what drives them every single day. Now, you're 15 years old. Yes. You know, you have so much on your plate that you can go into. You're a brilliant young man. Um, is this something that you think you're going to continue with and to keep pushing and, you know, start a company and do all that stuff? Or is this more of, I just want to test myself and it's going to be there, but I'm still keeping my options open? So, um, innovation is, is, is the future. I mean, it, 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 it is the present and it will be the future. Mm -hmm. And I, I just want to uh, mix myself into that big wave. And, uh, and I believe by doing other people good, I myself will become much more better, you know, much more better of, as a person. Totally. And uh, I like doing social-based projects.
because mm. th that's what that's what projects are meant to do. That's what solutions. That's what innovation is for. Right. Definitely. Uh, now you you told me earlier you're in grade ten, two more years left of school in in Dubai. Right. You're from India. How are you liking San Francisco right now, and are you thinking about going to college in the States? Uh, so San Francisco is a really good place where pe knowledgeable people um, come and knowledge sharing is it, it, it's something that's, uh, that, that I can see on a large scale over here. Uh, so I really, like, I really like this place, and yes, I have, uh, I, have an, uh, I have an idea to come here for universities, and uh, if I'm... If I'm if I'm talented enough, sure I'll get I'll get one here. Well, I think I think you're doing a pretty good job so far. So um, you know, Vishwala, keep up the good work. I thank you so much for your time. It's truly extraordinary stuff. And folks, if you're tuning in just now, um, Vishwa is going places. So keep the name in in your memories. All right, Vishwa, I appreciate your time. Best of luck with the rest of the conference and. Take care. Let's stay in contact, all right? Thank you. It was a nice, it was a nice conversation with you. Thank you. All right, brother. Appreciate your work. So if, if you were able to, to hear that, I'm sorry for the, the audio quality. That's something that we're working on as we grow these podcasts. But Vishwa is an amazing student, an amazing kid, and an overall leader. Uh, folks, it doesn't matter how old you are to, to make a difference in this world. As you saw today, Vishwa... Even though it's, it's not even a business yet, it's just an idea. The fact that the kid has the passion and the heart and the drive to go out there, stick his neck out, and try to make a difference in this world and to save lives is pretty impressive. I could tell you that I wasn't doing that at age 15. <laughs> so anyways, in this next podcast, we've got Pablos Holman. And Pablos is a futurist, inventor, and notorious hacker he's working on projects to suppress hurricanes reverse global warming and a device that can shoot down mosquitoes after detecting that they have malaria in a sense pablo is hacking for good hacking for good it's an interesting concept and my friend pablo gets to tell you all about it so folks Stay tuned and take a listen because the podcasts, wow, they just keep getting realer and realer.